Hello, welcome back to episode number 15 of the Drag- Retrovision Dragons Lair podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Cameron Becker, and I'm joined once again by my good friend, Josh Kempton. Kemo, how are you doing? Uh, good, thanks, Becky. Uh, great to be back. <laughs> what a pleasure to be here. All right, you got me back now. <laughs> well played. And we're also joined by our producer, Liam, on the, on the decks. How are you, Liam? I'm great. <laughs> do something with that. Righto. Well, we we actually had a pretty good weekend on the weekend, Cameron. You'll be Yeah, we um, walked in and we're in quite a festive mood and we couldn't really work out yeah. why. Like, oh, actually, probably because we won a few games of cricket or maybe mm. not one, but, but in I, good positions. Uh, first grade through fourth grade, all in pretty similar positions. I know. Like, um, all bold first, bold. Rockingham man drew out for about 150 in their one or two down reply and some it's, good results in the juniors. It's too. actually exciting to like sort of look over my creek and go, oh, well, let's have a look what happened. I think our, I know our last episode was called Dogged Positivity, yeah. so now we can actually be positive. Just actually positive. Without yeah. being disrespectful, Cameron walked out of the last episode and said, our podcast should not be as negative as, insert, poorly performing Premier Cricket Club podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's good that to be better true. this week. Um, as always, we're brought to you today by Retrovision. Uh, they offer the best brands, the latest technology from small appliances and white goods. You'll find the very latest from the world's best brands for school, work and play. Let's uh, let's get right into it, Camo, with the AR Advisors uh, uh, Week 15 review, it says Yeah, there. we'll call it Week 15. Let's go with that. So... Thank you to AR Advisors, and we will start with the first grader who had a better week this week after some the form tailing off a little bit on either side of Christmas. So, some uh, soul searching over the yeah, last week or so. Yeah, a little bit going on there. So um, some yeah, good day against Rockingham Andrew at Barinder. So um, bold the Mariners out for 172, and the Dragons are one for 47 in reply there. So. Rocking Amandra obviously win the toss and elect to bat on a really hot day. I think he got to <laughs> yeah. 39 or 40 there at Barunder. And they got to 42 with that loss, but then Guru makes the first breakthrough. Yeah, it was uh, not the day to bowl first, uh, despite what uh, our enterprising captain in the, in the fourth <laughs> grade may have done. Um, but yeah, after being sent in or being sent into the field on a day like that, great start to have him 3 for 50. Yeah, we did have him 3 for 50 after Matty Hanna picked up two pretty quick wickets, including uh, the dangerous Craig Simmons there at number four. Um, some. Debate over whether Craig might have hit that one down the leg side. Um, he certainly thought he didn't, but we'll take the wicket either way. And Matt's bowling really well. Um, he is. So, yeah, had a few sort of issues with injury, but he's looking really fit and really strong. Bought a lot of overs on the weekend, so it's good to see him back in his top form. I think it's um, what seeing him over last week or so, you really realise how much we've probably missed him while he's when he is fit or isn't fit, sorry. Um, he's just such a positive to that side. You know, even obviously with the bowling, but in terms of leadership and that sort of thing, he's just... Absolutely priceless in that team. Uh, so Rockingham Andrew did get back on track a little bit. They put on 37 for the fourth wicket there, but Guru and Matty get more wickets to reduce them to five for 89. And then they sort of they got on back on track again, I suppose, with a 47 run partnership for the sixth wicket. But then Luke Holt broke through with um I couldn't see it on the frog box. That's how I was watching in the first two sessions this week. But apparently Blair took a blinder at D backward square, but just out of frog box range. Oh, I haven't heard about it, but. It, I mean, I'm surprised I haven't. I didn't run into Blair, but that's probably why. Um, <laughs> I I did see, though, on the frog box, just to take it back for a second, an absolute screamer from John Sanders to get Craig Simmons. Yeah, out. that's right. So regardless of whether uh, you know, <laughs> w- what what the decision was, the actual catch was unreal. That was an absolute blinder. Yeah, he's doing well behind the stumps, John, as well with the bat. So um, Rockingham Andra, they did sort of put on a little bit of resistance. Um, some of their 10s and 11s batted nearly an hour, but then... Vinet and Zach Ferris get the last three wickets, so I'm um, just looking at the bowling card there. Uh, Guru good again, three for 32 from his 22 overs. Uh, 
Maddie three for 46 from 17 overs, and then we have Vida with two for 24 from his 12 overs, and ones for Zach Veros and Luke Holt. So a good all-round bowling performance. Yeah, never never let them get away, really. So even when they put on a couple of partnerships, it was still slow going, and uh, yeah, really good effort to bowl a team out on a day like that, I think, on Saturday. Um, so there was a change up the top of the order with Isaac Melitis being joined by Guru Dillon. So, I loved this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm devastated it didn't work. I, I think I was speaking to someone um, on the Saturday and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Guru, we know he can bat. He's, uh, he's a good lever of the ball. Like, let's get him up the top of the order. Um, and then, unfortunately, it didn't, didn't quite pan out. But I did love the move. Yeah, the theories were good. I think um, Swanee was saying that Guru has only been dismissed by spin so far this year. Yeah. So I think that was a sort of overriding... And theory then behind it. are they bloody bring Craig Simmons on? <laughs> <in like the laughs> oh, he knows a very good bowler. Yeah, yeah. Um, Guru, 15 bowlers without trouble in the scorers. But he looked pretty good, looked pretty solid. But then, um, yeah, Craig Simmons nicks him off. But Isaac Melentis gets through on 18 not out and Shane Warns with him on 22 not out. So one for 47 there and looking at a pretty strong position to capitalise yeah, this Yeah, absolutely. Um, very mature from that last little pa- uh, session there, I think, you know. How many times have we seen it? Oh, we're in a good spot here. We've got 20 overs to batter, whatever it is, and you end up in the in the not-so-good stuff at the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, challenging time to get through, but well done for the boys. We'll very quickly move on to the second grade, who had a positive day this week. Hey! Thank God. <laughs> you! <laughs> Liam, it must have been good to have like a nice day after a few, well, a lot of not-so-good Yeah, weeks. we're saying it after the game, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, that, yeah, it was just so good after a day of cricket to sit down have the fine session and just really enjoy what happened during the day. It was really good. Well, I think that's what we said. We were um, out, or heading out on Saturday night um, to Ollie, Ollie's place and uh, we still were getting Snapchats from you guys down in Rockingham and it was about mm. 7.30 at this point. We were like, they must have loved the day if they're yeah. still down there at this we point. We definitely enjoyed it. And the less said about those Snapchats, the better. But the <laughs> tail of the day, <laughs> uh, the Dragons are none for 52 you after bowling out Rockingham Mandra for 155. Um up there at Lark Hill, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> so, uh, Rocking Out Andrew win the toss and bat, and they're pretty quickly reduced to two for 27, thanks to early wickets for Ellis Cassidy and Stu Hepburn. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume it was fairly flat down there, uh, knowing knowing what Rockingham's pitches are like when it's been a bit warm. Yeah, um, it was it was it was hard. It was a, actually it was a really weird wicket. It was a really good wicket for like everyone. Um, there was a decent amount of grass coverage. Um, it was quite hard, but it was obvious that they put a lot of moisture into it during the yeah. week, so it would make through. So there was definitely enough in it for for the bowlers, which you, you don't say too much at Rockingham. No. A sixty run partnership for the third wicket might have had our producer. Slash two's captain, thinking, oh, no, here we go again. But uh, Well, not even vice-captain this week. I was just <laughs> oh, play this week. Yeah, ah, true. Ellis, yeah, Ellis is back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Surly breaks that one, and then the Dragons got on the roll. Uh, seven for 68 they took to bowl. Rocky Amadra out for 155. Um, a big going on here, but my highlight was probably Zach Blazovich getting his first senior wicket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, uh, there was a couple of LBWs that weren't quite given, which we thought... Um, they, can't have been been, they can't have been going over, surely. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, and then the, yeah, first wicket... Uh, back of length ball pulled to mid on, and, and Zach proceeded to give the uh, outgoing batsman a blow him a kiss. He blew, blew him a kiss. <laughs> I don't know if we can get some video around oh, that's or something, unreal. but it was extremely entertaining. But, that's very good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that was obviously a highlight, but I think I hate to say that to a you know, 16 year old or whatever Zach is getting his first wicket in twos, <laughs> but, but DC, oh, David Cameron. David Cameron. Picking up four for 16 from 11 overs. Yeah, so he played the um, Stu Hepburn or really steamrolling the middle order. So, yeah, four for 16 from 11.3 overs. Um, the other bowlers there, uh, speaking of Stu Hepburn, he got two for 38 from his 15 overs. Alice Cassidy got two for 36 from his 14 overs. And then Surly, one for 25 from his 12. And Zach Blazovich, one for 38 from 
12.1. But yeah, you'd have to say David Cameron, the highlight, mate. Right. So Unreal. So I, I, I've been telling him for years. I can't wait to have a chat to him later. But I've been telling him he should be a bowler. And finally, he's realised it at this point. Now he's mm. taking wickets. Yeah, he, he's a bit like Stu Heppen, that they don't do an awful amount crazy with the ball. We just put it in the right areas and just wait for the batsman to do do something that we like. And, and they did that. Obviously, we broke through after they had a pretty decent start. And then we just... Um, we a just good consult- catch from uh, from our own Liam Hindle there. <laughs> yeah, I was saying I was a bit disappointed that um, that wasn't in the in the match report. But the frog box hadn't been quite zoomed out. So it took one that I was pretty It was a fine catch. It was like low to your left. But I think the carry-on carry on, <laughs> on and off-field has been excessive. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the sound up here. Just I get give s- it the- I'll get the video up right now. Um, we can quite distinctly hear Liam in that video. Mm, but I'll get it up right now. I think what have been what would have been really pleasing as well is um, obviously the twos have had some issues with the bat, but two of the young openers in Sean Bores and Ethan Smith get through to stumps. Um, yeah, absolutely. Not out. So none for fifty two. We're on uh, Borsy on twenty six and Ethan on twenty three. So that's a really good mature sort of effort from those younger boys. Yeah, hundred percent. Ethan's probably been one of the or the most consistent batsmen in that team in the twos this year as a seventeen year old playing. Um, but yeah, really good opportunity for those two to just bat a bit of time and get some experience out in the middle. Have you got it up there, Liam? Oh, yeah, I got it up there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is it. Now, listen in if you can hear Liamo's celebration. Wait, hang on. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the uh, come on woo is, was, is yeah, very uh, passionate I love from, a catch. from Liam. Um, but, yeah, so great day for the twos. Also a good day for the third grade. So they're currently sitting at two for 35 in pursuit of Rocking Air Mandras. Total of 110, they made there at Burrinder too. So, yeah, unsurprisingly, Rockingham Andrew win the toss and bat. But Chris Lagana and James Scott pick up early Wiggins and have them three for eight. So a really good start there. Yeah, shock and toss to lose. Was, <laughs> we got there and we, we were having a, lo- a low-key warm-up, obviously. It was like, all right, let's get the toss done. I've had to go over. So I've thrown it up and then came down. The sun was just shining directly on it. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> so I've had to literally like bend down, sort of lean in close to like see what it was. And it was like, ah, it's, it's the other blokes. It's like, yeah, you're going to have a bad eye, mate. <laughs> but we, we started really well. Goon and Scotty bowled real well at the start. And Rocky Amanda do get away, like get away a little bit, putting on 40 for the fourth wicket there. But then uh, spin to win, as we see often at Barrender. So Bev Hargrave and Jordan Hodges pick up a few wickets between them to reduce Rocky Amanda to six for 57. Yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot in the pitch for the Pacers. So once the ball got a little bit old, it was pretty tough going. Um, so Hodgie and Bev really carried us through the middle overs there and, uh, yeah, did very well. Uh, they get away a little bit again, do the visitors. So they put on 49 for the seventh wicket there. But Bev breaks through again to give him three under the day. And then the broom playing the Mitchell Stark role, <laughs> just sweeping up the tail. Cameron Becker picks up three wickets to... Ball rocking him, Andrew, out for 110. It was perfect sweeping, too. It was literally 9, 10, 11. <laughs> I had a look at it, and their, their combined batting average for this year, all three of them, is 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Liam's catch. Um, you blew your own trumpet as well. You did send through in our little group chat <laughs> a video, because we have Frogbox on B2 now. Yeah, um, we do. A video of you bowling six mumps in an over to some <laughs> kid who looked for fifteen year old. Yeah, probably like kid. fourteen year old. <laughs> right, I'm gonna show you what senior cricket's so, like. So yeah. so in our group chat, um, I was talking about my catch and then Beck sends through the, the match highlight. Uh, sorry, the match uh, stream and says, Oh, if you want to see something good, watch this. Um, I don't know exactly what adjective you use, but something about <laughs> it being um, scary bowling. So yeah. bowls bowls four bounces to batsman, obviously as he gets tired throughout the over, get the short uh, fuller fuller and fuller. <laughs> and then I, I didn't look at it the first time, went back on, had a look. Next over he's standing there at silly point with the helmet on. <laughs> yeah, I was taking the P1 double five a little yeah, bit on Saturday. Super. It was good fun. Um, uh, Fielding yeah. on your knees there. At <laughs> you know, it was it was unreal. You don't get the chance to do this sort of thing, like you know, bowl bounces or 
go on your knees and like grade cricket that often. So when it comes along, you got to do it. Well, come to think of it, I actually saw Bondi doing the same thing to Guru. On, there you um, go. Saturday on the frog box, so must be running around the club at the moment. <laughs> the bowling card there, uh, Cameron Becker, the most well-performed bowler, with three for ten from his eight point five overs. Uh, Bevan Hargrave good again, three for twenty six from thirteen overs, and then Chris Lagana two for twenty two from eleven overs. Uh, Jordan Hodges one for ten from eleven overs, and James Scott one for twenty two from ten overs. So another really well-rounded bowling performance. Yeah, it was a case of um, a couple of their batsmen sort of shut up shop and just decided they were going to bat time, which is very fair. And we didn't let them get away. Yeah, sometimes you can drop the bundle some and just end up in a bad spot. But no, we did quite well, thankfully. So. Uh, in reply, uh, the Dragons unfortunately lose Stu Smith early and Jack Chapman as the, ga- the day was sort of drawing to a close, but uh, Ben Whiskey and Devinder Singh get through. So two for 35, chasing 110 in a pretty good position. Positive science. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. uh, fourth grade, also another good day. So um, they bowl out Rocky Amanda for 164, and I th- don't have the score cut up, and. which is good, but they had full <laughs> stop. But I think they're one for 16 in reply, I want to say. Yeah, they bat- I think they were going about one and over. Might even know. be 17. Um, so what I really want to talk about here is Aaron McCall winning the toss and bowling when it was a forecast 40 degrees. Now, we know it is something that he loves to do, <laughs> and I think fair play to him. He was going for the outright, pushing for extra points and that sort of thing. But I reckon if I'd won the toss and bowled on Saturday... I wouldn't have had 10 blokes walking out I was going to say, you got to, like, Aaron's obviously a very good cricketer. Like, yeah. you've got to have a lot of social capital as well to win the toss and bowl on a day like that. Yeah. If you did that, Cameron, uh, you'd, I'd be kicked out you wouldn't club. have walked out of the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Taz was the only cap winning uh, captain who won the toss in any grades of any of the 20 games that were played over the weekend that bowled. Jeez, only one. That is a stat. Yeah. Um, but but on that, the, actual, the weather was actually really good at Rockingham. It was hot, but the wind, I was saying before we went that, if you're going to play in a 40 degree day anyway, it's Rockingham. And it was very, very pleasant. We were barely thirsty after our last drinks break when we had our next one. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Smart man. Uh, well, sometimes smart man, but I, I'm not <laughs> sure I would have had the uh, the bravery to do that myself, but it worked out all right. Yeah, it looked like um, a good decision when Rockingham Andrew reduced to three for 26 with um, Taz picking up a wicket as well as Brad Hurst and Ian D'Souza. So if you're going to win the toss and bowl when it's 40 degrees, you want to start well, and they did. Bit of history on that ground, Brad Hurst. Yeah, Hurst, Hursty there a few years ago took about eight for or something in <laughs> rock and roll and uh, Rockingham for an out, outright. But yeah, very good start from the boys. And from reports, it could have been a little bit better in terms of dropped catches uh, and maybe... A little bit sloppiness. But. Yeah, I did hear there was a bit of frustration, which um, Taz might have responded to if I tried to bump out there. Because <laughs> we know he's normally like quite sort of reticent to bowl yeah. himself. Like, he normally picks up a few up the top and then tries to give, give the other the boys other a boys. crack. But I think um, that plan might have been binned for a little bit on Saturday. <laughs> but alas, um, so look at the bowling card here. Um, Ian D'Souza, probably the best of the bowlers with three for 24 from his 12 overs. Uh, Jared Bridge, three for 42. From 17 overs, uh, Taz picked up 2 for 41 from 14.2 overs. Arna Pimble got 1 for 21 from 12 overs. And, yeah, Hurst gets 1 for 26 from 10 overs. So, we've been, I think I've said it four times now, another well-rounded bowling performance. Yeah, exactly. Just, look, I clearly had to work pretty hard for the wicket, so we weren't just going to come. But uh, didn't look like they let up there, which is which is really good to see. Uh, so the Dragons had 11 overs to get through before stumps. Um, unfortunately, lose Rajat Deshmukh early. But then um, Jared Bridge comes in as a night watchman and he makes four off 26. Was the four apparently being like a great straight drive down the ground? So he's done that <laughs> I saw that live. That was an incredible shot. So much that happened on the weekend has made me happy. <laughs> but I reckon Bridgie coming in at number three yeah. is potentially right up there. I can't wait to see what the man scores this week. I'm on board in a big way. 
ESA Sport, making every sporting moment epic. Looking for professional coaching, sport apparel, team wear, or promotional marketing items, including memorabilia? Then look no further than ESA Sport. They provide professional coaching for AFL, basketball, cricket, golf, and netball, and are leaders in providing first-class coaches tailored to suit your requirements. Whether it's a one-on-one session or for a group, ESA Sport have you covered. They also specialise in arranging sports legend appearances to your workplace or sporting club. Whether it's for a fundraiser or a motivational talk, they have you covered. Thanks to ESA Sports Agency for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons. Alrighty, Camo, we'll move across into our juniors, who we had a full slate of fixtures for this weekend. Full slate of fixtures this week, so um, the boys as well as you, Cameron, being a teacher now are back at school <laughs> that is next true. week, so trying to fit in some cricket. So uh, we'll start with the 17s, so uh, might not have had their best day against Rockingham Mandra here at Burundi, so Rockingham Mandra comes out and make 6 for 232 from their 50 overs, so that would be a pretty competitive school, I would suggest. Um, nine bowlers to use there, just someone looking for a breakthrough. Um, Zade Buckland got 2 for 13 from four overs. He was only a multiple wicket-taker. Uh, Braden Lee gets one for 29 from 10 overs. And Kai D'Souza, one for 34 from eight overs. The other wicket-taker's there. So uh, it's going to take a good batting effort next week to run that down. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was it was a pretty decent pitch on Saturday and a hot day. And clearly this one fellow that made a ton for them had a bit of a day out. So <laughs> that's it, it happens sometimes. I've been involved in those games where you're bowling and you just cannot seem to do anything right. And... It's uh, hopefully they can put in a good performance and <laughs> come up trumps next week. Uh, so we'll jump into the under 15s. who are up at Rockingham Andrew there at Lark Hill, and they put 167 on the board all out and in just about their 50 overs. So it was a funny looking scorecard this one. There was seven scores between 13 and 24. <laughs> so nothing really jumps out at you, and I think there might be a few disappointed boys that they didn't kick on. Um, it bears saying Lewis Giles top score with 24 there, but I think there might have been a few boys who were a bit frustrated to make a start and get out. Yeah, it's not one that you normally see, I'd say, in junior cricket. Normally, you'd, you know, one bloke makes 70 or 80, and then the rest sort of fall in the line behind that. I don't know who you play with in juniors. It wasn't having much <laughs> <in my> team. <laughs> yeah, maybe 30 or 40. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I suppose there's positives there that everyone got a start and everyone had a crack at it, but you want someone or two to go on with it a bit more than that. Under-14s and under-13s had our one-day fixtures against Perth on Sunday. So the under-14s hosted Perth here at Barrington and went down by four wickets. So... The Dragons batted first and made a pretty good score of 7 for 182 from their 50 overs. Uh, Josh Nathan, a strong season continues for him with 61. And it looks like he's just gone from strength to strength and he's played up a bit, I think, as well. Might have played a bit of 15s. So looks like a really good young cricketer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, see the captaincy and the, the wicket-keeping uh, plus sign next to his name there. So he's got a lot going on in his plate. Josh Nathan, uh, for those who are listening for the junior section, he'll be on actually on the show later. He's our first ever junior guest. There we go. Look at that. A lot of pressure. Breaking news here at the Dragons Lair. Um, but yeah, he's, he's had a really good season so far, and you'd be pretty happy with 182 batting first. Uh, they might have been pretty happy, but Perth got over the line with 14 balls to spare there. So Tom Dobson picks up two for 45 from his 10 overs. He was the only multiple wicket taker. Uh, Ayush Sarin has been a very good season, and that continued with one for 30 from 10 overs. And... Sinath Jane picked up one for 24 from four overs, so unfortunately Perth just getting over the line there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard to sort of read just off the scorecard, unfortunately, but um, 
maybe a couple more early wickets would have, wouldn't have gone astray. They had a couple of early good partnerships there that probably put them on the back foot. And I see a bloke got retired, not out here. So that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, fifty four, not out. Um, interesting one there. I didn't think we could do that, but. There you go. Under 13s, they had a good win over Perth, so they got up with seven wickets in hand. So the Dragons bowl first, and Perth makes six for 164 from their 40 overs there. The wicket takers, Joel Vlasic, picking up one for 14 from four overs. Uh, Puru Aaron picking up one for 29 from eight overs. And Josh Peachy getting one for 35 from his eight overs. So a one-day fixture might even be one of the first ones for our 13s. So it looks like a pretty good start there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I'm just reading through this scorecard again. We got three not out batsmen, two run outs, <laughs> and then the three wickets as well. So very classic junior scorecard. Yeah. But um, 160 is a pretty good score in under 13s, I reckon. It wasn't good enough for the drags, mate, because we ran it down. So uh, <laughs> Callum Dermody got 58 and Luca Bowden got 51. So 250s for those boys in 13 is pretty impressive. Um, they underpinned us getting over the line with 10 balls to spare. You love to see it. Um, not Again, not many times you'd get to chase down a score like that, just sort of four down, really professionally go about the chase. But it's awesome to see two boys step up and take it on themselves. I'd have to see what those boys are doing on Saturday. Might be some senior <laughs> yeah, <action>. Absolutely. <laughs> it's probably worth checking in with the uh, Anaconda, st- Anaconda stats. I know we're not sponsored by Anaconda, but those people <laughs> listening to Triple M will... Uh, be uh, on board with that. Anyway, sorry. I drink a lot of Cooper's Mild Ale as well. <laughs> yeah. I do rock cricket. Um, ladder check. So under 17s are sitting pretty, or well, pretty, pretty, but uh, at in fifth. So um, we'll see how they go in that game. Hopefully they can stay in the top six. Uh, the 15s are in fifth as well. Um, good for them. Um, the 14s after their loss on Sunday are in fourth. So they're still, well, I think they're, a, I don't know how many games they play. An outside chance. Outside thought, chance. Yeah. They're a couple games out. Um, and the 13s are in second. So, wow, um, there you go. Yeah, the third place just behind them. Um, Claremont uh, <coughs> gaming a bit in front of them. So uh, they've got a bit of work to maintain that spot, but they're looking good. We'd love to see the 13s go on a, go on a good run there, wouldn't we? That's Absolutely. the over. Triple M Rocks Cricket. <laughs> Alrighty, Camo. We'll um, jump through into our next bit, and we've well, well, our first bit for the the next section is we're actually going to go through the Muleman's Junior Player of the Week, which uh, may be pretty obvious from the way we've talked about it so far today, but uh, it is going to Josh Nathan from the under 14s this week. Yeah, mate, 61 um, looked like a really impressive effort, and I believe Josh is joining us on the line now. Are you there, Josh? Hello, boys. Hi. (laughs) Hey, mate. How are you? Hi, Cam. How are you going? Oh, very oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. Well. <laughs> um, so, obviously, welcome. You are the first junior player that we've ever actually had on the podcast, mate. And uh, we've got you on here for being the junior player of the week this week. So, congratulations for that. Thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate it. No A lot of worries. pressure being the first junior on. Are you feeling that pressure at the moment? I am a bit nervous. Oh, bloody old <laughs> Josh, make it feel worse. You're doing well so far. Um, well, speaking of doing well, you've also been doing well pretty. Uh, uh, you've doing pretty well so far this year, averaging 41 in the under 14s. Um, 
how happy are you with how things have gone for yourself so far this year? Um, I've been very happy with the way it's gone so far. It's uh, been a good year as a team and personally. Uh, personally, I've found I've been playing with a lot of confidence, which I've found has been key to this year compared to others, as well as the team has gone well with one of our, our best starts we've had in our years. So that's, uh, it's been a good year so far. Uh, Josh, you actually got called up for higher honours playing in a wacky carnival as well, we noticed. So how was that experience and how did you go personally in that? Uh, it was a great experience to be called up and an opportunity that, that, I've, that I've really enjoyed. The exposure to meet new players around the competition, which I wouldn't have the chance to, and it was a good, good experience. Awesome, mate. Um, so, what's been your, what's been the moment of the year so far with with you guys and and the under fourteens? Would you say? There's two key moments I reckon the under fourteens could wow. say. I like it. Um, personally, the, the um to start the season off, I made a hundred. Um, which is quite fortunate for me. Great way to start the season. I like and it. And I can speak, speak for the team here. Our second game of the season, um, against Frio. There's a bit of rivalry. We um, didn't have a great start with about only scoring 128. Oof. But then the team came out, out, out firing in the field to roll through them and have a close win by three runs. Awesome. That's uh, great. Especially against Freo. That's a, that's a classic rivalry all the way up the grades. A bit of a friendly rivalry. Good to see that's carried over in the, yeah. in the juniors. Yeah, always good to get a win over them as well. Uh, Josh, this, sure. is, this is the most important question I'm going to ask you. So I've asked you a bit about your cricket. Off the field, who's your favourite senior player? <laughs> Oh, that's, that would be an extremely tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need one name from you. <laughs> Sorry to the other drags, but there's so many players you, you could say, but you can't go past Holty. Oh, he's a king of the That's kids, a good one, yeah. Sorry, like go on. That. Why is Holty your favourite? He's spent a lot of time around the under-14s group, and he's been a good leader. And um, funnily enough, one time... Um, me and some of the other boys from the 14s had a sleepover, and Mr. Holt came came and had a game oh, of backup. Mr. Holt, we had a guest appearance. Jeez, oh, that's unreal. Holty. I remember, t- remember talking to Holty about this, because I, I was saying that he is what, to you guys, what I feel like some of us boys were to him. Like, I think I told the story on the podcast last year that had a uh, game of backyard yeah, cricket yeah, with Holty. Whoop, bit of bit of feedback there. Um, had a backyard game with Holty. Obviously, a little nine-year-old trying to bowl as fast as he can in the dark. But yeah, so uh, how what what did he, he just came in and just said hello, or did he come give you throwdowns, or what did he do? <laughs> um, he actually came um in in his car. I think he just got his license. Came um came rocked up. Uh, we were at Tom Dobson's house. Um, there were five boys and we just got a game. Oh, game going. Oh, beauty. In what, the a, back. what a man. He's a great boy, that boy. Um, just just to finish off, mate, obviously you've been great so far. Um, if you had one junior p- player to watch out for, maybe outside of yourself, because obviously we know we've got to watch out for you, um, to watch out for in the years to come, who could um, be a good player for the drag seniors, uh, who would it be and why? There are many players like the likes of Blake Stevens, Ben Mitchell, Ethan Smith, um, onwards. But if I was to choose one, Rajik Desma in the 15s. Mm. Um, I see the hard work he's been putting in, the countless hours um, in the net spent on working both on batting, bowling, fielding, and as well as his leadership. That's a great well, answer. That, I love Sorry, that. That's a great answer. Uh, Camo will not be happy with that because he's only recently worked out how to pronounce his name right. You'll have to give it we'll a good process. learning. Um, all righty, Josh, thank you very much for joining us on the pod this week. Congratulations again on your Muleman's Junior Player of the Week and uh, good luck for the rest of the season, mate. 
Thanks a lot for having me on the Dragons there, boys. No worries. Oh, there he goes. Well, I know who my favourite junior is at the moment. Yeah, I what a pleasure. That is, that's unreal. Should get more juniors on if that's how they're all going to perform. I was going to say, absolutely outstanding. he's offered a much better interview there than several of the seniors that we've had <laughs> on in the past. Um, all right, well, <coughs> sorry, okay, my apologies. But speaking of the seniors, we will move along to our CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week for this week. Um it is a man that we have spoken about a lot on this podcast over the over the season, but uh, definitely not to do with his bowling for the most part. Yeah, um, there seems to be some reluctance made for him to bowl himself or for his captains to bowl him, but mm. I think we're making it pretty obvious. It's David Cameron for his four for 16 from 11.3 overs in the twos. I just, I, he has parked himself at uh, first slip for probably most of his career. <laughs> And as I would say, watched a lot of people charge in from the other end and go, why would I bother doing that? <laughs> but if life's as easy enough, if you can just walk in and take four for every week, why wouldn't you? Um, and we are lucky enough to be joined on the line by the bowling all-rounder himself, David Cameron. Hi, David. How's your afternoon going? Oh, it's pretty good, Cam. It's getting better speaking to you boys, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought we'll, we'll get straight into it. Obviously, congratulations this week on taking out your first CYO Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week. How, how does it feel to join the greats such as Stewie Hepburn and, and Cam Bancroft? Look, it's a illustrious company. I won't lie. Uh, <laughs> it's still a little bit awkward, some of those names floating around, but at least I can, when Stewie comes along and tries to say, how many he's got, at least say, well, i got one. And, you know, <laughs> so that'll be good. Uh, DC, much like you, it's uh, your bowling performances that you've picked up the Seawo O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week for this year. So, is this like something of a reinvention? You decided to roll the arm over? Like, why the two has been struggling? Why has this taken so long to happen? That's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> look, um, it's, a, it's a combination of factors, I think. Uh, sort of Pete Jarrah sort of came to me at the start of this calendar year and sort of said, Look, um, why do you have a bowl? Um, we what you can do in the nets. I've sort of been a perennial net bowler, and although Beth did throw me the ball a couple of years ago and I did okay, so that's <laughs> yeah. fine. But significant um, yeah, bowler no. shortage at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was more of a just a chance just to, to freshen things up a bit, I guess, and um, sort of been batting at the top of the order for sort of most of my career. And I've always, you know, enjoyed bowling, but I was, there's been a lot of people ahead of me in the pecking order around the drags when I've been playing, so. Um, yeah, good opportunity for me. Just have a no expectations. Go out, see what happens, and fortunately, something went my way on the weekend. <laughs> and hopefully, there's a few more around the corner. Absolutely, you love to see it. Um, obviously, we've spoken at length about the twos this year um, and sort of where they're sitting. But how do, how's it been as a as a senior player playing with obviously a lot of young kids for the most part? Um, and sort of how how do you see your role in that side in terms of mentoring them? Yeah, look, to be honest, and this is no bait, but probably been one of the most enjoyable seasons I've been involved in. Oh, there you go. When you, were, when you were a skipper in the three spec, that was good times as well. But this <laughs> has been, look, on a, on a personal and a team level, it's been one of the most enjoyable seasons. I love going to training every week um, and just being around a younger group. It sort of kept me young as well, but it's also a great opportunity to sort of, yeah, just, just try things out. Yeah. Um, and just be a part of sort of, kids development see how they're going um but yeah you know, i've been up and down the grades a little bit it was also nice just to, to stay in the one team for a bit and try and have a bit of an impact but uh, yeah i just loved it just the amount of the amount of energy in the group even though we 
you know, haven't gone so well on the, on the field. It's just been so good just to walk out with those 10 blokes every week and just and have a crack. No, well, it is, uh, it's obviously awesome to hear sort of that coming from a senior player as well. You know, a lot of the times, well, not a lot of the times, but sometimes you can sort of hear it slipping a little bit when it gets to that. Um, but so in terms of other senior players that you've played with, do you remember, there was a bloke in the twos a few years back, uh, Scott, do you remember him? Sorry, who? Scott, Scott Shegg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never heard that one. Got it. Yeah, oh, we had, we yeah, had to drop it in. DC, Liam was claiming he's got you twice with Scotty Chase. I was trying to remember whether I got you once or twice. <laughs> Can you confirm yeah, no, that's possibly the third? Probably at least once. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am quite, quite a serious and analytical person at times, so that, that would probably explain... We had ourselves in oh. stitches earlier. Um, we had to delay the pod because we were crying. We were laughing, crying about doing it. But uh, anyway, well, it was yeah. Whether it was funny or not, that's for you as to just to uh, to determine. Um, in the twos, mate, I've noticed. Obviously, I'm, I'm playing with you every week. I, I have to agree with you as well. It's been very enjoyable playing with you and the and the other boys this year. In the fine sections, obviously, after every performance, whether you're bowling or batting, whatever, it's sort of how'd you bowl. How'd you bat? And you're sort of baiting for a for a bit of trumpet. I have noticed throughout the weeks it's just got a bit more, just a bit more. There's a bit more to you, mate. But at the start, I was like, oh yeah, bowled alright. And now you're just going, mate. I'm I'm tired. I bowled so well. So <laughs> have you felt that? Has that confidence? Is that all show, or have you felt that in within yourself? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta walk the walk and talk the talk, mm. but. Um, Look, I think for me the biggest the biggest key is always around expectation. So with the ball, um, didn't really have any expectations to be perfectly honest. Mm. I sort of saw my role as someone to bowl dot balls and be like my great mentor Blake Hall. Uh, <laughs> um, just to yeah, just try and learn bowl maidens and if I get a wicket, great. Um, but yeah, I mean confidence is such an ephemeral thing, so it's not something that you can put a bottle and just bring out. Mm. It's just yeah. Down serious, a bit of hard work, lower expectations, and just go out there and see what happens. But that's that's about it, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Uh, so our CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week, David Cameron, off the back of his four for 16 from 11.3 overs in the twos. Uh, DC, thanks for joining us, and good luck for next week and the rest of the year. No worries, boys. Pleasure. Take care. Thanks, Cheers, DC. Catch you, mate. Thanks. All righty, well... Um, what, two great guests. I was going to say, what a pleasure to speak to those two today. That's been amazing. Um, all right, we'll move on through to the, well, we don't have any Becca Bay, uh, Becca Bay, <laughs> Bremer Bay Resort, Becca Campton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wherever Becca Bay is, out. I do not want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'd love to hear about the Bremer Kempton medal. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to some votes next week, but there's a few strong performances early doors. Hopefully some more people take some wickets and make some runs. And yeah, it's good to see a better spread again, like the sort of contenders like Stu were good again, picking up so far, but it's... A better spread, which is what we want to see. Yeah, exactly. Not just three standouts. Um, we'll also touch on our predictions uh, just halfway through. So, Camo, yours were for the ones and twos to turn it around. And I'd argue you probably already have, but there is still half a game to go. I want to see wins secured and yeah. comfortable wins. So I'd agree with that. Six, seven, eight wickets. Um, hopefully we can do that on sa- Saturday, I should say. But, Bex, your prediction are three stroke fours outright wins. So is that just one of the teams to pick yeah, one of I those think, Yeah, I think it was one of the two to have an outright win. So... Uh, we had the perfect start with everyone Yeah, both teams first. have bowled first. Um, the fours by choice, the threes not by not choice. By choice but but both put themselves in a decent position. That's to do right. It. At least it's still up in the air. If we'd batted first and put on a big score, it, it may not be. So at least uh, we can 
we can maybe get close to it next week. If we win four from four, obviously, we uh, get a president's keg. If you guys go get both of your predictions right, I might be a producer's iced coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I like the sound of that. Let's jump into the segment with a better intro than content. Mm. Now, now, just before we do this, um, people have been calling for, and I think it's true as well, that we need to get you involved in the intro. Oh, we can, we, we can do some recording later on, but okay. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to un- keep your mic unmuted, and I want to see you get involved in it, all right? <laughs> I want you to do a bit of harmonisation. Oh, you ready? God damn. All right, let's go. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's Bex's best. Hearing much. Who's better than all the rest? Yeah, baby. Who's better than anyone? This week at the drives. What up, Cameron? Uh, I'm pulling that that intro down. That that's significantly worse than my <laughs> uh, additions, I reckon. Um, but anyway, so what I've done this week is I've kept it blank to keep it a bit of a, a mystery. Shocker. But. Uh, it, it's on topic of what we've already spoken about uh, today, so interesting again. But a few, few uh, notes, a few uh, performances that probably deserved it, but maybe on another week, DC's forfer. I'd love to give it to him just for being the big fella and taking forfer. <laughs> um, I'd love to give it to the whole twos team for just, you know, doing well on the weekend. I'd love to give it to every single drag that played senior cricket on Saturday who had to bowl in 40-degree heat. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to give it to Taz in the fours <laughs> for sticking to his guns, choosing to bowl first, even though it didn't come off maybe as well as he hoped. But on a 40-degree day with a bunch of well, half the team's young and full of kids and still going, no, nah, we're going to bowl first and continuing to have the team on his side throughout it. That gets Bex's best. Let's run down the list of current players. Who would have the capital to pull that decision off without any sort of talk back or anything? I'm thinking... Aaron Hardy and Callum Bond in the ones, the sort of captain and yep. I suppose vice captain when they're away there. And I would say Taz in the fours, because you two gentlemen have captained teams throughout this year and you no. would most certainly not be able to do that. No, God, absolutely no Have chance. I missed anyone there? There'd be a mutiny. I'd say Spaff, but there's no chance Spaff would choose a first <laughs> on a day like that. Um, and Grubb nearly ended a couple of careers when he did it a few years oh, ago. Oh, Grubb is so. the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's got to go to Taz for, yeah, as you said, keeping his cattle on side after winning the toss and bowling on a 40-degree day. Retrovision is one of the leading electrical and appliance retailers in Australia. Boasting 17 WA stores, together with their easy-to-use online store, Retrovision has made electrical and appliance shopping easy and affordable for everyone. Offering the best brands and the latest technology, you'll discover all the electrical stuff you love, from small appliances and white goods for your kitchen and laundry, top brand TV and audio. You'll even find the very latest in IT from the world's best brands for school, work and play. Thanks to Retrovision for their ongoing support of the Williston Dragons. <coughs> oh, sorry, I thought I was still muted there. No, you were not. Um, we'll move along, Camo, into our uh, last little bit and we've got a bit of a sneak peek for our subscribers uh, again. So, <laughs> Liamo, can you cue that up for me? Yeah, uh, just before we do, thank you to the people who subscribed. Obviously, very... Uh, very thankful. Obviously, it is a optional thing. Um, you still get all your content on the Dragons Lair podcast every week. But if you want some exclusive content and want to put a the price of a coffee a week, I've realised now it's four dollars sixty Australian. It was four dollars ninety, and that's a coffee a month. We should say coffee. Sorry, coffee a month. So yeah. four dollars sixty um, a month to go towards the media program and all that sort of stuff. So Wait, what was it? Four dollars ninety, and then so it was four dollars ninety odd. That was USD. So ah. it's cheaper. You uh, Oz. 
So, how does that work? Is it? Uh, you know, I'm, we're not going to get into it. Let's, let's go. Down the behind the curtain. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, this is a sneak peek of what we got into this week. The man that held the record, Craig Simmons, um, actually piped up on Twitter afterwards. <laughs> he made a, made 100 off 39 balls back in the day for the Scorchers, um, but then Simo piped up when they were talking about it on the broadcast with. I have no doubt that someone will break the fastest 100 record eventually, but I don't reckon anyone will work in the morning before playing and then grab chicken treat on the way to the ground. <laughs> Hashtag well played, Maxi. <laughs> then our own Simon Mackin yeah. piped up and asked the pertinent details saying, what was the order? Ship, I think he called it ship. <laughs> ship, yeah. I, I can only assume that's a fairly common nickname from uh, someone like Simon who's played a lot of cricket with, with uh, Craig. But uh, Simo came back with chicken roll, large chips, and a 600ml Coke. <laughs> Nearly all came up in one of my rare sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what we thought we'd talk about is sort of our <coughs> best and worst uh, pre-game meals. I yeah. suppose that could be the same, one in the same. And I know I've definitely had a few, but Kemo, you said you had a, a bit of a story about this. We are playing out at Wandering that day. Um, it was stinking hot. It was about 48 degrees. And as you're doing country cricket, I'd had a skin full the night before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was... Bloody side. It was about 40 degrees at 10.30 in the morning and I went to Coles and I'm like, I'm so hungover and it's so hot and I so have to play cricket. How can I solve this? <laughs> yeah. My theory was one of those little like pre-made packets of like tuna, quinoa and rice <laughs> pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Pay like five bucks fifty for it. I'm like, this will surely Trying help. to be health conscious is like, this could be good for yeah, me. Yeah, get out there. It's so hot. Um, wasn't in my customary gully position. I was actually at third slip. Oh, Don't wow. know how I ended up there. But yeah, about maybe seven or eight overs into the game, I thought, that is that is not sitting well. Yeah. And a few balls later, it, <laughs> I managed to evacuate the corner slightly, but it did, it did come up on the ground. Uh, with any luck, producing content like that, we'll be able to quit our jobs and do this full time. We might need a few more coffees. <laughs> um, alrighty, so we'll move on, Camo, through to another instalment of the Dragon's Lair questionnaire. Um, Liam, I put something up on the socials earlier today. So we should give this a bit of background. Um, on Saturday from a club cricket game in Victoria, there was um, a little bit of interesting content that emerged. So it was actually a Premier Seconds game over in Victoria and s- somehow some bloke was on 236 runs from 70 deliveries. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't see that. I saw that it was on 230 at first. I could not believe that it was off like 70 balls. It was like three and a half runs every single ball. <laughs> I think his strike rate was in the 400s. So maybe not so good Mate, there, he, but- he, Licked them like that was not <laughs> that was not like he was really really good at cricket like that was some good shots he looked so good yeah, yeah. I think it was I think I read it was second grade Vic Premier Vic Premier <laughs> no, League I did watch the highlights like the, the ground the ground looked like genuine park cricket but yeah. mate he I'll was probably good. show my nuffydom here but I follow the Herald Sun's great cricket reporter and no, he yeah. said he's like an experienced bloke like he said it's the cleanest hitting he's ever seen at any level of cricket ever but anyway um this individual did offer a catching chance on two hundred and thirty six and thanks to the wonders of Box, we uh, the audio must be pretty good because we managed to get the bowler's reaction out loud and clear yeah. when this chance played out. So, our thoughts and prayers with that bowler, firstly, uh, but secondly, oh, sorry, our sort of inspiration from that was what. What do you say the Willard and Dragons that yeah. makes you react like what, that? What makes you go every bloody week? <laughs> okay, so we asked, this is me when, and we've got some responses here. So, um, oh, that's the wrong one. 
Oh, I've clicked on the the, the latest video from uh, Retrovision showing the the lovely TVs that Carl and the boys at Retrovision gave out. For we should have mentioned that off the top. Fees. Actually, I um, gave away two two smart TVs. TVs. Yeah, exactly. I think so the idea was one if you pay your fees, but um, a junior player was drawn out, which some of the senior boys. I don't know if that was generosity or succumbing to peer pressure. From <laughs> <Carl>. <laughs> a little bit of both. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, all right, so we've got a few responses here, uh, and uh, from. Uh, well, I'll go from one DC to another. Uh, Declan Crowder goes, me when DC, Dave Cameron, takes my overs and ends up big fellering himself a couple of poles. <laughs> I'm not sure that has happened every week. I think no. it's so special because it's happened today. But Could be a first one, but this one does definitely happen every week. Uh, so from Jimmy Andrews, he goes, when uh, Stuart Hepburn drop one, drops one at first grip. Uh, pot call on the kettle black there because yeah. you've gooped a few at first. Yeah, well, only Not this year I haven't, but uh, six years ago I did with Cusa. Uh, another one we've got from Ben Whiskey here, Grubbs Graham, when he goes, when Liam sings on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> you love a Grub, don't you? Uh, very good. We get to add my voice to that. Uh, and we'll go one more, one, one more last one. Uh, from, from our very own Josh Kempton. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd bring this up. Uh, he goes, <laughs> so, <laughs> when I watch first grade lose four for ten. <laughs> what happened to um, those Hardy and Bearcroft blokes who are playing for us? Because you seem to be better with them. <laughs> they get dropped or something. <laughs> yeah, you add a couple of 130 averages to the side <laughs> and suddenly it goes well. Um, no, obviously that's all said in jest. But mm, of course. We um, don't, we're not really negative, so we can be jokingly negative. Yeah, we've been, we've been pretty good today. Uh, but yeah, so thank you very much, Limo, for chucking that up. Thanks, and, everyone, um, for, uh, for getting amongst it on the socials. Absolutely. Uh, okay, we'll move through, Camo, into our, our last little bit for today, which we're going to freestyle. Um, and see how we can get it done. But we have got a bit of an intro for it. Yeah, most beloved segment. Oh, yes, Cameron, it's time for a circuit affair. I am pumped up here, Camo. It feels like I'm back on the circuit again already. That was a leap. That was a leap. That was very good. Um, All righty. Well, so we we decided on Saturday night to do this one. It was quite informal. Um, Yeah, a few of the boys sort of proposed, um, oh, maybe we should go circuit on a Saturday night because that's what young men like to do. Um, The response rate, we should say, was actually pretty poor. Shocking. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of young cricketers at this club in particular who are looking at it. and as we Not said, much happening. we had a good day on Saturday. Yep. Everyone should have been up and about. And we had to go on. And you know, the biggest thing is, the rarest thing is, you even got me to say yes. Yeah, we got Grandpa Becker out of his bed <laughs> like um, the granddaddy <laughs> Charlie in the chocolate it. factory. Like, up he jumped and away he went. But and we still couldn't get people <laughs> yeah, going so after that. The rest of you have no excuse. No, absolutely not. Um, but, well, to be honest, and that, that unfortunately it sort of ended up being, it was just the four of us out there, but we had a good time anyway. Uh, five with five. Guru. So with there guru. was me, you, right, Cam, me, you knew Cameron, um, Oliver Arkins, the wise, Emily Anderson, Whitehead Guru Dylan. So we ended up out. Um, my personal highlight from the night was obviously Guru graciously drove us as he tends to do most Correct. weeks. And yep. he, we parked up and we were walking to the venue we were attending. Guru's like, oh no. And he like ran back to his car quickly. And we're like, he comes back and like, Guru, what'd you forget? He's like, oh, my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> it was about 10.30 at night. <laughs> but we know Guru's like, buff, by far the best dress of the club. So Unnecessary. He's um, got to look good. Also went out wearing jeans in the middle of summer when mm. it was 40 degrees. So questionable. Brad, Brad would be happy with that. He would be, yeah. Obviously, I don't know if Brad's listening. He's, he's playing... 
cricket somewhere else, but trader just sprayed us one time for not for wearing uh, for wearing shorts on a circuit in the middle of summer. Yeah, so. shocking. Um, my personal favourite camo was how we a few of the boys have got on the Wordle train recently, <laughs> and so maybe this this says uh, about what sort of circuit it was. But come about midnight, the the, the four of us sort of turned to each other, went, "We're on here," and uh, have opened up our phones, going onto the Wordle. So, for people who don't know, Wordle is what Wordle is, whether it's an animal or or an app. <laughs> what is it? Well, it's that that five letter guessing game, five letter word guessing game. Mm. Um, you've, it's, you've probably clicked the uh, click the X in the in the top corner, one of the ads on, yeah, on an app pro- at some point. You've probably seen the uh, posts all over Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, the fellas tried for about five minutes <laughs> and gave up because it was quite difficult to. I do. actually completed that on Did the you? circus. Yeah, oh, so the, I was uh, quite proud of myself. I actually posted the results on my Instagram um, at about <laughs> 2 o'clock on Saturday morning so yeah um, um, I like it though it was it was a bit of a different one but we got to actually have a bit of fun there anyway yeah got it done bit yeah. of a wordle circuit bit of a wordle circuit um, alrighty well Camo that brings us to the end of today jeez uh, we are up and about today we had a bit of fun oh, it's good to have four good starts I'd love to come back with a president's keg mm-hmm. one and run and outstanding. a couple of ripping interviews. Uh, again, well done to Josh uh, from the under-14s for coming in to uh, actually get a pretty good interview out there, I would have thought. Mm. And uh, we should probably just remind people that the Toyota Good for Cricket raffle is up and about. Um, we've got some money on the board now, so go to the link that was posted all across socials everywhere. Um, get on there, send it to your grandmother if she has a computer or, or whatever. Get some tickets sold um, and get some money for the Dragons. I like it. Um, Alrighty, well, Camo, thank you very much. And Liam, thank you very much for joining us again today. Uh, Good luck for all the teams in their quest for some victories this weekend against Rockingham Mandra. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you Wednesday.